Good morning. You are listening to Action Line on KINY. I am your host, Jordan Lewis. And joining me here in the studio, I have Dr. Bridget Weiss, the at least still current superintendent for the Juno School District. How are you doing today? I'm doing great. Thank you. Alrighty, now I know we have a lot of things to talk about because there's a lot going on with the school district right now. But first, I gotta open up because obviously graduation is this weekend. Yes, oh my goodness! With the last week of school, there are so many activities, and of course, the culminating one is on Sunday uh, with all three of our high school graduations. And uh, so we start the day at one o'clock with Yakuske Dakahiti, and then Thunder Mountain this year is at four o'clock, and uh, Juno Douglas High School. Is at seven o'clock. So it's a busy day full of celebrations with all of our seniors. Okay. And then to refresh my brain, are those all being held on Sunday? Yes, those are all Sunday. Traditionally, that's what we have done. Uh, we work hard to stay away from all the state competitions, and uh, many of our students are up in Anchorage on Saturday. Uh, and it seems to work well for families to travel to Juneau. Uh, and then, of course, one of our big events along with graduation is our safe grad party and that happens Sunday night and so we have a lot of parent volunteers that pull that off it is actually a a parent event and uh, all those parents that work all night most of them then will have Monday off with the Memorial Day holiday so that seems to work well for everybody Yes, I've been uh, voluntold by some of my colleagues here in the building that I should uh, volunteer to help out. We do still need volunteers. And so um, if anybody is interested in that, um, they are welcome to check our website or call the district office and we'll connect them. Um, But we definitely um, still need some volunteers to to do that. It's a really amazing event. Um, Most of our students, seniors participate in it. uh, And it's a great way to allow really a safe place for our our graduates to uh, celebrate. Right. Okay. And so what are some of the things that have to go into the process to allow for graduation? Because obviously my only perspective of graduation was, well, when I graduated, I never really thought about it beyond (laughs) that. I don't think a lot of folks have either. So what are some of the steps that go into it, at least on your end? Well, there's a lot of planning, and each school really spends a lot of time preparing for the actual celebration, the ceremony of graduation. Uh, there's um, the student. Uh, students are also involved um, oftentimes in what that will look like Um, and uh, the invitation to families the um, speakers you know the program there's a lot of facilitation and um, tomorrow in fact all of our seniors will be practicing so we um, do that every uh, Friday before graduation where each school spends time with their graduates making sure they know what to expect in the ceremony and how to walk in how to walk out all those pieces so it's a really special time for families Okay. I remember doing the, the graduation rehearsal. <laughs> I'll be honest, I was not a fan. It's a, that's just because I don't like a lot of the... And to use the name of the actual song that most schools use for the graduation, mm-hmm. I don't like all of the pomp and circumstance involved. Mm-hmm. It's a bit... What we have often found is that it is important to many of our students, but especially it is to their families. So sometimes it's it's uh, really important to the families to be able to experience that with their student, their child. Uh, and um, sometimes students are super excited about the ceremony itself, sometimes not. Um, but it is really an opportunity for the community at large even to really celebrate the accomplishments of our students. 
And I think that's really who it's always been the most appealing to is the families and it is the community at large. Because it's like, hey, these are these are all of our kids. These are they're having this momentous occasion. They're moving on to that next step. And so while as a student, it may not be your thing. Like I know for me, it wasn't mm -hmm. wasn't my thing. It's more important for those folks in that regard, at least I've found. Yes, absolutely. Yep. It's, it is a culmination of, of so many years um, of, uh, of really the school community as well. So um, it's, it's a wonderful celebration. Okay. And now, what are some of the other big things going on? I know I have some big topics I want to hit, but I don't want to bring the mood down too fast with this. <laughs> um, well, uh, I'm not sure what those topics are, but I will try to keep the mood up today. Uh, gosh, at every school is celebrating the end of the year. Tomorrow's our last day of classes, and uh, so we have lots of field trips this week, a lot of field days in our elementary schools. Uh, yesterday, I had the privilege of uh, participating in the traditional fifth grade staff kickball game. So I got to play kickball to start my day yesterday. Uh, so there's just a lot of, of activities going on. We have, uh, I just left um, the celebration for our Clinkett Culture Language and Literacy Program, what we call TCLL. They're graduating, promoting their fifth graders today. So that was happening downtown at the Walter Soboloff building. Just a wonderful celebration. Uh, we also have uh, lots of fifth grade promotions going on at all of our schools, middle schools, promotions tomorrow. And, um, and so they're just really, there are many, many events right now going on. And uh, that's how we close up cleaning out. I was been in schools a lot this week and the desks are getting cleaned out and the, all the things are coming down from the walls. And so there's a lot of preparations for the summer happening. That there is. Now, what is the, I mean, beyond just sort of the cleaning out process, what, what does the school district really do to prep for the summer? Because obviously I don't think a lot of those folks really do a whole lot during the summer. So what really happens there? Oh, gosh. Our summers are super busy. Um, we have, first of all, our, we have a lot of facility work we do, a lot of maintenance work we do in the summer. So our custodial and maintenance teams are full on deck um, during the summer. They do deep cleans of all of our buildings. We clean all of our carpets. We um, do any painting we need. All the things that we that are harder to do with students in the building. So they're super busy. We also run a lot of summer programs. So we're running summer school. If families want, most students are already signed up for that, but if any family needs more information on summer school, they can start right at their home school and call and they will get some information. Um, we also host through community schools, lots of camps fine arts camps, invention camp, all kinds of things. So our facilities are used pretty heavily during the summer. Uh, so it's really, it, it changes, but it it's not much different pace than the school year. Okay. And that's one of those questions I do in the event that, you know, maybe a, it's a family that's listening to the show and it's mm -hmm. not just, the, you know, the parents. I'm breaking the illusion to the, yeah. to the youth that the <laughs> right. school doesn't do anything. They, oh my goodness. We are busy in the summertime. Okay. And so I mean, I, I think I, I did one of the things you mentioned that kind of caught my attention is the fifth grade promotion. And I think that's largely because if I remember correctly, and obviously this is a long time ago, I think I didn't, I think I didn't do mine. I think I was sick that day. Mm. And so why do, why is that a thing? Cause obviously 
the big one that everyone always thinks about is graduation. Mm -hmm. You're finishing up with school, but I've never really thought about the fifth grade promotion. Yeah, we do celebrations at fifth grade and at eighth grade because, again, those are really major transitions. And if you think about elementary school being the first school that families engage with and students engage with, and if they're there kindergarten through fifth, that's six years, the first six years of their of their life, school lives um, that have been spent in that building. So again, it's about celebrating. It's about a culmination of all those years and then really a positive send off to the next place they'll be in middle school. Okay. Speaking of the elementary schools, isn't the kinder registration opening up? Um, yeah, it is. has been open, but I do want to remind folks if they uh, have any student child of theirs that is going to be in kindergarten next fall and they haven't registered, please do so. They just would literally call the school that they believe that their child would attend. Um, or if you know of have friends and um, with students going into kindergarten, let them know that if they have not registered, um, it really helps us for those students students to get registered early. Okay. Now, what I think I'm going to do, we're going to head into our break. Okay. And then when we come back, I'm going to talk to you about the thing I was referencing, which is always the budget, money, finances, those things. You are listening to Action Line on KINY. Welcome back to Action Line. I am your host, Jordan Lewis. And joining me still in the studio, I have Dr. Bridget Weiss, the current superintendent for the Juno School District. Now, the thing I wanted to ask, talk to you about now, which I didn't want to do while we were doing graduation, because that's the that's the fun stuff, is talking about the budget. How's that? How is that sort of look now? Because I understand that a lot of that's done now. Correct. Um, we have worked through our process of planning and um, determining our budget for next school year. Uh, However, one of the flaws in our system is that um, after we get all the way through that, through the local process for funding, the legislature finally made a decision on funding for next year. So one of the inherent sort of built-in challenges that the school district has around budgeting is one-time funding, not ever being able to predict more than one year out um, and also getting this information so late and so it is a bit of a problem when it comes to our budgeting process so we build the budget the board makes those determinations based on a lot of assumptions uh, because we just simply don't have all the facts so as an example um, we are uh, got all the way through our district process all the way through the local process And then a few weeks later, a month later, the legislature just decided on some one-time funds for school districts in the state. In other words, rather than building it into the base student allocation, which would be ongoing funds that we could at least project an amount for next year, for the following year, um, this is outside of that BSA. So again, it's one-time funds. So we're going to get something for next school year. We don't know exactly what it is yet for our district. So that's still an assumption. And we still have to wait a few weeks to see what the governor does with it. So there is an option where the governor could veto that, that part of the budget that he could uh, change the number. Uh, so we still have assumptions. So the school board is is contemplating how to manage this new variable that we have. And if you recall, uh, Jordan, when we did our budgeting for FY24 this coming school year, the board did assume some increase of funding. 
And that was to be able to mitigate the damage. If we didn't get that, we would have had even greater cuts. And so now we think we're going to get more a little bit more than what we budgeted for. Uh, the board will have to figure out timing on that. What do they do? Do they make another assumption, make some decisions, and then wait for that final information? Or do we wait for that final information and then uh, make any revisions to the budget? So um, we're working our way through that right now. We are very appreciative of our state legislators who supported um, this funding for next year. Uh, we really appreciate those that fought long and hard for a BSA increase. Um, it's unfortunate that it didn't end up being in the base student allocation. Again, for predictability, uh, you can imagine that if every year uh, you were trying to run a business and had multi-million dollar swings of revenue and never knowing for sure what revenue you were going to have, it's really problematic to build continuity and programs and really serve kids the way we need Need to. So we are very grateful. We're very grateful to the city as well, who continues to be very generous and supportive of um, our school district. And um, we partner with them on so many things related to how we serve kids and families in the district. So um, it is good news. Isn't exactly the news we wanted, but as my mother would say, beggars should not be choosers. And we are just simply grateful that we have additional revenue for next year that will help us fill in some of the gaps and the damage that could have been done uh, without any additional funds. Gotcha. Because I was going to say, I remember when I was uh, covering the budget, uh, not the, the the state budget, I should mm-hmm. say, that that was the largest single you know, even great. Even if it was one time, it was the single largest increase we've had for education funding in quite some time. Absolutely, it was a very intensive session related to education, uh, both funding and policy. So it was very education heavy. Uh, a lot of commitment on the hill. A lot of commitment of people like myself, board members, other superintendents in the state, parents, uh, so many others, teachers are really advocating that the time is now. I mean, we have to have our state meet their obligation for funding education. Um, and and they're really um, in a state like Alaska with the resources we have. Um, we need our education system across the state to be adequately funded. Um, and so uh, that advocacy made a difference um, and it, we will start over again next year right because of the decision the way the funding was done there's no guarantee that any of these dollars would show up again for the following school year so all that advocacy is going to have to start over next year right so one more thing I wanted to talk about is obviously uh, there's because I talked about it on a capital chat the other day is there's the fundraiser going on for the Juno Huskies football. Do you want to talk about that a little bit? You bet. Um, as I mentioned, there's so many activities this time of year. And one of the really neat things that our Juno Husky football team did a couple of years ago was this alumni football game. And they're going to do it for the second time. And it is such a fun event. 
it there was so much positive energy there a couple years ago when we did this and uh, it's a fundraiser it's friday night uh this friday night tomorrow night seven o'clock at adair kennedy field uh it is twenty dollars for an adult to get in ten dollars for students you can actually purchase your ticket ahead of time if you want to skip the line uh it's junohuskiesfootball.com and it's one of their major fundraisers and football is very expensive uh to run in the state of Alaska. That's why we have one football team. Students from all of our high schools participate on that team. And uh, so we would encourage the community to come out. These are Juno uh, graduates who will be playing. Our coaches are coaching. We'll have alumni cheerleaders, dancers. Uh, there'll be concessions to buy. I actually get to participate and uh, in the coin toss. So <laughs> that's a very fun thing. Uh, yeah, so uh, really enjoy uh, or invite the community to come out and enjoy that as a sort of a kickoff to this nice long celebratory weekend that we have. Okay. Now we are approaching the top of the hour, so we have about 30 seconds for you to give me a final comment. Oh gosh, I am just uh, so grateful for all of the support we've had throughout the school year and just thank the community for their support of our students and our staff. And I will be back one more time in June uh, and I will hopefully bring our new superintendent, Frank Hauser, who starts July 1 with me and the two of us can visit with you um, then and that will be my final action line. So um, very grateful for the time together. All right. Well, thank you, Dr. Weiss, for coming in. You have been listening to Action Line on KINY.